imagine if we started every episode with a prayer, like saying <laughs> grace before eating, like, Lord, we thank you for this podcast. <laughs> jumped the gun i didn't even wait for my i was like let's let's get this show on the road let's go <laughs> to confirm last week olivia you were behind both of us just fyi wow uh, i guess i was making that. up for it this week <laughs> hey guys what's new what is new what is i new? feel like so much has it's happened so- since last week <laughs> But we already covered it in our little pre-chat, and I didn't save anything for the listeners. <laughs> wow, rude. Yeah, yeah I don't my think God. I want to share what's new yet uh, with listeners. It's so intriguing. You gotta let it cook. <laughs> I'm not at liberty to say yet. I got, I'm not, not at liberty to, to say it. what is currently giving me extreme anxiety. Oh, yeah, you're not... <laughs> But besides that uh, giant eclipsing thing in my life, uh, anything else going on? Um, I learned some new board games this weekend. Oh, that's right. You guys had board game weekends. Uh, Yeah, I didn't learn. So we went to Adam's Friends where normally I would say on an average weekend I learned fucking eight new board games. That's, that's too awful. many. I love board Which games. Is too that's many. too many. That's- I can't really fit them in my brain. And play them several times. But this trip, um, my average definitely went down because one of the games that we played took us all day. Truly all day. And also we had a party to go to where fewer board games happened than usual. (laughs) Than usual. Yeah. Yeah. Listeners, tell us your favorite board games. Yeah. Right in. I'm just curious. Melissa, do you have one? Clue. <laughs> I've never Clue is played my favorite board game. Clue. I have not lost a, a game of Clue in my own memory. Wow. Let's play. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have. That. I'm yeah, going you're to lose. lose. <laughs> but I have a reskin of Clue that's Harry Potter themed. I have it's... Harry Potter Clue. It's from before the first movie, Aww. so it's the Mary Grand Prey That's... knockoff art. Aww. Shut up! It's a treasure. Next time you come over, I'll show it to you. Oh my god, I want to see that. It's yeah, so I, fun. I love Clue. I think, you know, I'm really just for a very simple game that, like, you can play over and over, okay? I don't need these fancy games with these fancy yeah. rules. Yeah, I've, like, accessed a, a, a new level where, like, you know, like, the the rules are being explained to me, and I had a few <laughs> flashes of, like, this is so bonkers. Like, like, then you flip the... this card, and then with these powers, you do this, and then you have four actions, and then we all draw one of these cards, and then, just, like, choose, and then you choose, and then you start pulling chips out of a bag, and then... <laughs> That's Quacks of Quenlinburg. 
Like, um, okay, I, I have I'm... played that game, but we played a different pulling chips oh out of a God. bag game that was like that, except I had a whole separate phase. There were two no, phases to three rounds. Listen, if I'm going to play a game, I want it to, to de-stress my life. Yeah, that is not my experience. I don't want more stress. That, that has the, not been my experience. The problem with that kind of game, like, explaining it to someone, is that it's really fun, but it doesn't sound fun. Like, a simple <laughs> okay, game but... is like, yeah, you take the cards and you put them down in orders, and depending on the order, you get points, and it's fun. And it's like, I don't believe you for some reason. <laughs> it is fun. Okay, like, but, Melissa, but... I think you'd really enjoy Scout. But it's just like, yeah, you put cards down and you get points and it's fun. <laughs> um, as it I ha- mentioned last week, though, I I did finish a puzzle this weekend. Yeah, you've been puzzling? I've been puzzling. I've been, been puzzling, puzzling hardcore. I've been puzzling yeah. hardcore because puzzling de-stresses me. That, now that's relaxing. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I think it's the closest I've ever got to meditating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'll probably do that after this podcast tonight. That's nice. Because you're doing a dry January. Exactly. I'm still doing dry January of social media. Yeah, by which she means social media, not that normally <laughs> Melissa would be binge drinking after the podcast. I know. I'm like, I guess I'm technically also doing typical dry January because I don't think I've had an alcoholic beverage yet. But, nice. uh, but yeah, I've, I've dry January of uh, social media. And listeners, let me tell you, it is significant how does your brain feel Um, like i feel my brain chemistry changing like do you feel like bella becoming a vampire just everything is sharper (laughs) and more in focus and you can hear a mile away i would say it's kind of the opposite (laughs) becoming more and more potato like instead you're just at peace yes yes okay so I'm not more potato-like, but I'm not <laughs> nearly as, like, anxious slash hyper-aware of the things that I'm not doing, if that That's great. makes sense. Yeah. Um, it, it was not at all – it's not at all been how I expected it would be. I thought that I would uh, be miserable and quit, which I was the first two days. I was miserable, just just so you know. Um, but I definitely like, – Obviously, I don't want to cut social media out forever. Like, I do think it is a great tool for connecting with others. And there are definitely people who I, you know, only connect with via social media. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't want to get rid of it forever. But, like, I do think I'm going to have to be like, okay, how am I going to reintroduce social media into my life? But also m- mostly not. Yeah. I don't know yet. I'll, I'll keep you guys posted. Something that's helping me, I think, a little bit is that I feel that Instagram is getting shittier. And when I scroll on it, I see less of things that I want to see and more of just, like, ads and random shit. And so I actually stop scrolling faster than I used to. Because I used to be like, I want to catch up to the last place where somebody that I know posted something. And now, like, you know, several posts deep, I'm like don't want to see that uh, don't want yeah, to see that don't want to see that so anyway should we talk about twilight yeah let's talk about twilight talk about twilight i really like this chapter it's a good one it's kind of a nothing chapter oh, wait i wanted to yeah, just mention like... before we get straight in the twilight i'm reading my first 
YA book in a long time, like for for funsies. Wow. Um, I don't know why. I've just been like on an adult kick, and I think it was like Weird. my way of separating my personal life from work. Yeah. <laughs> I also have been on an adult kick for several months. Wow. And it's... I mean, I read I read Check and Mate because that's a chess YA, so obviously <laughs> I'm going to read the chess book. I didn't also <laughs> didn't know it was YA. It looks just like the adult book. So it... yeah. They well, all, all are purpose. indistinguishable from each other yeah. now. <laughs> but I started reading um, Divine Rivals, um, mm-hmm. which was a 2023 Good Choice. Is that the choice. one with the cover that I think is really stupid with like, yes, the it is typewriter circles? Cover. It's like yes, the worst cover I've ever seen on a really popular yes. book. Yes, yes. Literally, I wrote on my Goodreads, I was like, oh, like I updated it because oh, Goodreads is the only social media I kept. So I'm like really Acceptable. in on Goodreads. <laughs> right so I, like, so I feel updated. like you don't go to Goodreads to see what your friends are reading. You go to Goodreads to like sh- it's like Letterboxed. Letterboxed would be okay on your social media dry January. Letterboxed is on my uh dating red flags list. If you have a letterbox, so I'm not going out with you. <laughs> anyway, um and so I was updating my Goodreads yesterday to say that I was on page two hundred of <laughs> And I updated it and I was just like, this cover is dumb. (laughs) That was my only update. But there are things that I, like, it it definitely feels like a YA when you've been reading adult books forever. Like, everything is just so dramatic and I fucking love it, though. Um, I think the fantasy is stupid and I think the war aspect is stupid. But this girl does the romance fucking great mm. that's divine rivals is about divine rivals makes sense. hello makes sense it is peak enemies to lovers they're wow. star cross like I'm, a, I'm like i was getting like butterflies in my stomach about 19 year old last night it was weird <laughs> but i was into it <laughs> oh that's funny anyway that's really funny and I just want to say, I feel like the last time I really got, like, butterflies moments in a YA book was Twilight. I mean, not, like, the first time I read Twilight. Like, essentially now. <laughs> 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 but it just, it, it just, it, it, I was thinking a lot about Twilight while I was reading this mm-hmm. Star-Crossed Lovers YA last night. And mm-hmm. I was just like, there is just something so juicy about a couple 18-year-olds finding the loves of their life. Yearning. <laughs> the, the yearning is unfavorable. My, my takeaway from this is not that I should read Divine Rivals, <laughs> but that I need to wait for the perfect moment, and I'm going to pull out the most devastating burn about you updating Goodreads. <laughs> Be like, I'm on page 200 of this book. <laughs> I can't wait to make fun of you for that. I even like put in like when I finished one of I updated that I like finished a book and I was like, you guys are just finished. finished. And I was like, I deleted all my social media except Goodreads, so you guys are gonna get so many updates as if like I have like an audience of people on Goodreads. (laughs) Which means that's one of the stupidest things on Goodreads. Like, who cares what page you're on? I don't need that many updates. I think if you if you're someone who like leaves like funny updates while you like read the book, sure. like maybe that's enticing. I don't do that. I just like, <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> my best friend is also on Goodreads, and she always likes my updates. <laughs> <laughs> Just like your mom being like, you're Good doing great, right, sweetie. <laughs> it's like, like the veneer of productivity, you know, like when people create their bull. I'm sorry, listeners, if you do this, but I'm gonna make funny. Like when people organize their bullet journals to be oh, like yeah. habit tracking every little thing in their lives, yeah, like. Yeah. How many drink liters a glass of, water. of water did I drink today? I'm going to color it in blue. <laughs> wow, my uh, anti-productivity over here. But it's I mean, fake yeah. productivity. Yeah. Also, it's, fuck productivity. What if the yeah, also fuck productivity. is journaling? And they're doing it. Yeah, look, look. I mean, listen, sometimes joy... some amount of that is like, I support, like, Ultimately, you know, if the, you're like, having fun, I'm all for it. But yeah, I'm still and gonna it's make like if it. that's the little thing that like keeps you trucking and like Drinking helps you take water, care of yourself, your like great. But like you don't need to create fake productivity <laughs> goals just to feel that you have self worth because you have self worth even if you don't no, do anything is, in your bullet journal. This is to give me something to replace my shouting <laughs> into the void. Right. You know, you're shout you're still aspect. shouting into the void. I'm still so you're saying into void. so you're saying that you numbers. should not be on Goodreads. <laughs> it shouldn't be allowed because you're just using it as a crutch to continue yeah. to shout into the void. Yeah, instead of like posting a picture of yourself, you're like 77. <laughs> <laughs> but also listeners, you know, I really feel that people should be secure enough in themselves and what they want to do that me poking fun on this podcast is not too hurtful. You know, if you love to add color me on Goodreads. your water, if you love adding Listen, Melissa on Goodreads and like liking each other's, I'm on page 46 posts, more you power to you. you. Who cares that I think that that's hilariously stupid? Like, do whatever you want. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. <laughs> Thank you. Unless you're hurting other people, then it matters. Yeah. But... What if I used Goodreads as a way of, like, gossiping and bullying. <laughs> bullying other people? Listen, it's been done. It's been done. Listeners, you probably don't know this because you're not in the tiny little bubble of book publishing drama gossip. <laughs> but a whole big thing went down recently because of Goodreads, because this debut author was review bombing other people who had books coming out the same time as hers, and she did it really transparently, and then did a very bad job because trying to cover her tracks. She liked her own. She like would review bomb all these other books, but then on the same accounts, be like five this stars. This is the best book I've ever written. <laughs> that I've ever read. <laughs> what a Freudian slip. Best book I've ever read. <laughs> and then. When it when it was revealed that it was her, she was like, "No, look, I have screenshots that it's my friend." And she Lily from Discord. <laughs> she fabricated Lily from Discord and faked <laughs> the, this exchange. It's like bad Lily conversation. Like, what is it bad that I review bombed these other people? I was just trying to help you. And then Lily turns dark and is like, "Well, if you're not thankful, I'm gonna do it to you too." <laughs> She's like, look, she's doing it to me. We're none of us are safe. <laughs> and the timestamps were out of order. 
kind of sad, oh, to I be honest with you. A for effort. Mm, I don't think it was an A for effort. It was like yeah, probably it was an F for effort. Probably we should have some empathy for this person who made really bad choices. Anyways, it was wild. It was Except a she wild was like really ride. racist too. So it's oh, that's to, true. It's hard to extend it that far. Yep. We don't extend it. I was mostly thinking of like maybe Goodreads would be like the place where I'm like Tiffany's shirt looks stupid today. <laughs> <laughs> like within my own reviews um and then if we want the gossip we just all go read melissa's goodreads yeah and then and all of a sudden i would have the most popular goodreads page because it's actually a gossip page <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway twilight twilight the yearning I... the yearning is strong in this one <laughs> i think it's my week is it my week it's not me. I think it, yes, it is you. Okay, I think it's me. Okay. Chapter 11. Complications. Bella and Edward go to biology class, and <laughs> what do you know, it's a movie day. And so oh, Mr. Banner turns the lights down, and suddenly there's this very intense electricity passing between them. And it's like, ooh, intriguing. What's up with that? We don't know. And then Edward walks Bella to gym, and right before she goes in, he just, like, reaches out and touches her face. Mm. And it's like, what's up with that? We don't know. And then after gym... He drives her home, and they talk, and he explains, like, why he can't hunt in front of her, but also, this is very important for later, they agree that Bella can drive on Saturday, so they will be taking Bella's truck, and so it's like, okay, all good on that front, and then the very next day is more of, oh, wait, sorry, and also that evening, by the way, Oh, no, wait, that is the next day. Sorry, sorry, mm-hmm. sorry. The very next day, it's more of the same, except we start with something brand new. Charlie cooks breakfast for himself. <laughs> for himself! Uh, Charlie makes himself breakfast. Not for both of them. For himself. Yeah. And then it's the same thing. Like, they go to bio, they play the movie, and there's this weird intense electricity, and then they go to gym, and he touches her face, and then after gym, he drives her home, and he is just peppering her with questions. He's like, what's your favorite color? Who's your favorite band? Tell me about your home. Tell, describe the smells of Arizona to me. <laughs> and Bella's just doing her best. And then just as she is about to get out of the car, Edward is all like angry and frustrated. And she's like, what's going on? And he's like, there's been a complication. And he like squeals out like the tires are like Rrr! on the on the. <laughs> Rain-soaked streets. <laughs> but are at the moment Buddy Jacob and his dad Billy and Bella's like, what? I mean, it's not like Billy believes the vampire stories. And then she looks at Billy's face and she's like, oh, Billy believes the vampire stories. And he just saw me with Edward. And that's the chapter. It's really fun, even though nothing does really happen. <laughs> that was a pretty mm. good recap. I think. give you an eight and a half. I do think the one thing that you missed that I wanted you to hit on was that they agreed to let Bella drive was because she was like, I'm angry at you because you watched me be awful at gym. Oh, yeah. And Edward was was like, yell, LOL, that's funny. And she's like, (laughs) I'll forgive you if you never do that again. And he's like, "Uh, how about you can just drive on Saturday? And she's like, deal. (laughs) Yeah, that's about it. So it's not really an important tidbit, but... But you wanted it, you I know? And that's it. just part of the... the no, what did I want? 
rubric is that it's invisible. Knowing yeah, like, what I want. Yeah, I said yeah, there's yeah. no rubric. So what does she get? Oh, um, I'll give you a nine. Ooh, okay, an eight and a half and a nine. That's pretty good. Um, them yeah, so watching like, this movie oops. in biology has always been so electrifying. Yes, the yearning. The yearning is what is electric. And yeah. it's like kind of dumb, it but also dumb. it somehow works. <laughs> I would like to tell a story, and I want to know, <laughs> Melissa, if you remember this. Okay. Once upon a time, Stephanie Meyer did a signing at the mm-hmm. Joseph Beth in Cincinnati, uh-huh. and one of the questions that somebody asked during the Q&A, oh, and by the way, for the Q&A, we were all on, like, the main level of the store looking up at Stephanie <laughs> on this big dramatic staircase at the top of the staircase. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Um... But this is the one that you were both at, I assume? I think so. I think, yeah, because she only you came by once. Yeah. So, um, but one of the questions that somebody asked was like, okay, in bio, like, that weird electric feeling, what was that? And <laughs> I don't Stephanie remember that like, question. <laughs> Stephanie's response was like, it was chemistry. Like, like, have you ever, like, been around somebody that you, like, really like? And like you guys were alone, and you like felt like a vibe. Like that's you haven't. You're losing. that's what it is. Okay, <laughs> kind of like sorry that you're you a don't. child. I guess <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I will say that I feel like this made me feel like I should be feeling something that oh, like yeah. I don't. I don't Palpable. know that I have ever like, felt like a bodily. physical. Like a need <sighs> to reach out and touch somebody's face like yeah like i don't know that i've ever felt this like particular level of tension yeah like where you are fighting to hold back from reaching out yeah and there's like a phys she describes it as like a physical electricity my i have a part that i wanted to bring up on the next page where it's where he's walking her to class and um and she says his face startled me his expression was torn almost pained so fiercely beautiful that the age the ache to touch him flared as strong as before and i was like have i ever been like that is so beautiful that i need to like i need to touch it and it's also that it's like also how strongly his emotions are on his face like like i don't know maybe i'm bad at reading people but like you know you get this in books where it's you like see every single little right. thought on every single little part the of their face deep in his eyes like yeah and yeah <laughs> and i'm like i've never seen humor in anyone's eyes and it's like i look at somebody's face and i'm like what how, are, do you feel okay <laughs> like, what, what are you thinking i don't know what you're thinking <laughs> yes YA books did give me a complex about not being able to read people's facial expressions. Like, if his eyes aren't blazing, does he even Scorching. Like right, exactly. Like, if he doesn't look like he's in pain when you say goodbye before gym, does before he even gym like class? you? Does he even care about you? <laughs> no, he hates your gut, actually. <laughs> And I was like, okay, and then also he touches her face. And I was like, clearly face touching is on the table. So just it's do it. It's so <laughs> weird. Like, with, like, his fingertips, he, like, draws a line from her temple down to her chin. Swiftly like... brushed the length of my cheekbone with his fingertips. His skin was as icy as ever. 
but the trail his fingers left on my skin was alarmingly warm, like I'd been burned, but didn't feel the pain of it yet. Okay, I thought that was great description, because one, that made me think of the, there was a video on YouTube or some prank where someone, like, had a fire, and then they made them, like, close their eyes, and then they touched the person with an ice cube, and the person thought that they had been burned. Yeah. And they were like, ah! And then even when they took off the blindfold and they're like, I just touched you with this ice cube. They like didn't believe it. They're like, no, you, you just burned me. Like, yeah. I'm. Yeah, I know what it feels like to be burned. <laughs> no. Okay. And I was like, ooh, this is <laughs> Edward's touch. Let's go. <laughs> what stands out to me about this whole situation, I guess not the face touching necessarily, but especially <laughs> the face the intense electricity in bio is like it doesn't sound that fun. No, it sounds <laughs> miserable. Like it really sounds it's like exciting. I, I can't it wait so for this hour to be over. Bad. But it sounds exciting. I mean, that part of it I is a little it. bit like I want it teenage crushy like yeah oh, that's yeah. all you can think about like you're not thinking about school <laughs> i just it's like when i Go was ahead, Melissa. when i was reading this um they do mention like you know that bella looks over edward and he has the same posture and he also smiles like so they're in this together kind of mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. and i was like what if she just like looked over at him and he's just like staring at the ceiling? Yeah, like... that's what would actually happen to you <laughs> yeah, if you were in what... this situation. Yes. That's the thing, right? You feel all the tension, and then you look over, and they're just like maybe they're, like, playing with their pink. dick. Yeah, over, like you know, <laughs> bio. <laughs> oh, there was a guy in my psychology class <gasps> who would stick his hand down his pants every class, and he would lounge back, have his hand down his pants, and yeah. be like. Yeah, this is, this is... I feel like I know exactly what you mean. God, he Did was Did you so guys, like, call mean. him, like, hand pants Carl? Like, <laughs> no, he was a cool guy. I don't what? get it. I know. So, anyway, <laughs> but, like, I can imagine me in high school being like, oh, my God, do they feel it? Do they feel it? And then turning you look around, and they're just, they like, not. a complete dumbass. Yeah. I feel like it's oh. very possible... You know, think about your adult life, like, going to a movie with, you know, like, taking a date to a movie and looking over and, like, you, like, happen to catch them in a moment where they're looking over at you and it's like, oh, my God, you know? But it's just, she describes all her muscles as clenched and her fists, like, balled up. Like, it sounds, like, you would be sore the next day. Yeah, she flexes her stiff hands after bio. She is sore from yearning. I would yeah. love to have that problem. I just want to specify to the listeners that I am not lodging a complaint about how she can see every single thing that ever happens on his face. I have no, no complaints about excellent. that. No, it's excellent. Like, is it oh, realistic? Yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. But it's great. I'm convinced yeah. that I haven't noticed every single thing on a person's face because I haven't known true love. <laughs> well. <laughs> so. Good luck with that. That's how I, that's how I know he's the one. <laughs> I can see the humor deep in his eyes. I will say, after living with Scott for like four years or however many years I live with Scott now, I can read his expression really well. Like the tiniest thing, I'll be like, work stressing you out? And he'll be like, yes. I'm like, yeah. Could tell. That's true, but like it comes with time. It doesn't come with intensity of emotion. Yeah. It, yeah. comes, it just comes with practice. Came, it comes yeah. with data input. Data input. Excellent point, <laughs> Olivia. Speaking of data input, 
<sighs> Next, you know, they go to Jim. He touches her face, whatever. And then Mike <laughs> says, you and Cullen, huh? And Bella says, that's none of your business, Mike. I warned, internally cursing Jessica straight to the fiery pits of hate. <laughs> I was like, that's so rude. You were you very and public. Edward <laughs> had lunch together in front yeah. of God and everybody. He touched your face outside of gym. That yeah. is a really weird thing to do. Like in height, like being a high schooler, like Bella hasn't kissed anybody. So mm-hmm. like They're even not your first cool. kiss is like, I feel like in reality, it's like way more awkward than it is anything else for most people. And like, they haven't even kissed yet. And he's like sensually stroking her entire <laughs> face. Like that's weird. Yeah, so sensual. Like, Bella does... Jessica doesn't need to be gossiping no, for Mike for to know. No. Okay. Not at all. I was also annoyed by the line before that happens. He like comes over he's all chivalrous by oh, God, yeah. offering to be on her team for badminton because like and she's like, You don't have to do this because she's gonna be so bad at badminton. And all he says is, Don't worry, I'll keep out of your way, which is like <laughs> sort of mean. <laughs> Yeah, and she internally <laughs> thinks to herself, sometimes it was so easy to like Mike. And I was like, when have you ever said that you liked Mike? You hate Mike. Like, what? At the very beginning of the book, she she is, she is compares him to a dog. He's like the is... only nice one yeah. around. <laughs> yeah, even though he's like just as, he's more obnoxious than Jessica. And yet she <laughs> hates Jessica. And it's like, oh, Mike. <laughs> I did think, because like also ostensibly Bella and Mike are also friends and so when he's like so you and Cullen like I don't think it's outrageous that a friend would be asking you about the person who's touching your face yeah who usually doesn't talk to anybody and suddenly is driving you to school and you're eating lunch alone with them not even like that's a weird thing to do that's also a weird thing to do yeah like it's not even like because she's eating with all of them yeah with him they're and now eating lunch and now alone. Not... And he's like, so, what's going on? What's and up? she's like, none of your business, bitch. I'm a little bit with Bella on this one, just because <laughs> the context is that Mike has asked her out, like, twice. Like, she knows that Mike sure. likes her. That's true. Sure. And That's so, true. you and Cullen, huh, is, like, just dripping with jealousy. <laughs> yes. It's not like... So what is the inside of his car like? Like, is it really <laughs> like, you know, it's not curiosity. Fair. He's I do think I do think that this is another aspect of Bella's point of view where I feel like every description of Mike is, you know, like God, he's so annoying and he's so jealous and like I don't know if that's entirely true, but she hates everyone that she knows, so <laughs> that's what we think. <laughs> I will say that she does get some like sassy clapbacks in this chapter, which I really appreciate. Cause he, I think the worst line from him is, "I don't like it." Oh yeah, <laughs> and yeah. she goes, yeah, like, "You don't have yeah. to." Bitch. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're right. He doesn't like. I don't care what Mike thinks about this. No. And Mike then doesn't even know that he's a vampire. And like, then Mike, you're so far behind. Edward comes to get her, and she, like, realizes that he's been watching her have gym class, which she's really mad about, and he's like, well, how's your head? And she goes, you're unbelievable. (laughs) As if she wouldn't spy on him 
if she yeah. were a mind reader. Yeah. Okay, that's fair, but she was speci- wasn't she specifically like, don't watch me in gym? Was she? She he says you were the one who mentioned how I'd never seen you in gym. It made me curious, and she's like fuming. Yeah, I think so. She was like, you you haven't seen me in gym. She wasn't like, don't look. Yeah, she wasn't like. I guess. And gym class Internally. is private. Yeah, it's off limits. <laughs> and then she asks, "What kind of car Rosalie's car is?" Because all the boys are like clustered around the red convertible, part. and he says an M three, and she says, "I don't speak car and driver." Why so would you was know actually a really good the line. car magazine? And if yeah, I'd be like, if you don't oh, know anything about cars. BMW. Like, also, out, Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> she thinks of Edward's car as the Volvo. Yes. She thinks in car terms. And then we yeah. get the out loud. It's like, line. I don't know cars. Yeah. The stupid line of, oh, it's a BMW. And she's like, oh, I heard of that one. Like, <laughs> no fucking duh. We've <laughs> all heard of like all the major yeah! car brands. Like, imagine being like, oh, yeah, I've heard of Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it really, to this, I know Stephanie knows cars, and so this was like a, oh, wait, Bella, does, Bella, Bella doesn't know cars. cars like I do. I gotta make her seem stupid. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's also like, look, Bella's not me. She yeah. doesn't care about cars. She doesn't care about cars. I love them. <laughs> we're different people (laughs) then the deal making begins which is like kind of cute but also in hindsight is so tiring in this book i will say (laughs) i think it's it's not tiring in this book it's just tiring in like all of eclipse and so and all of the rest of the series yeah yeah but like here i guess it it starts cute oh yeah because i I think it's 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 like you know they're quarreling they're already fighting even though They're barely established in a relationship. Just I'm like, that's fucking cute. Yeah, because he says, will you forgive me if I apologize? And she says, maybe if you mean it and if you promise not to do it again. It's like, to have your crush be like, would you forgive me if I apologize? Is Like, tr- I don't think that's ever necessarily happened to me, but I would be like, <laughs> oh. oh my god. I know. I'd like, yeah, immediately I'd be like, yeah, I do. I forgive you. <laughs> And he starts to bargain, uh, how about if I mean it and I agree to let you drive on Saturday, which means that he does not promise not to watch her in gym. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And who can blame him? He's been through high school so many times. (laughs) He needs a little entertainment in his day. And he can just read minds, you know, like, and he's obsessed with you. Girlfriend, get over it. Yeah. I would love to have a boy obsessed with me and watch me in gym class, okay? Yeah, Bella is up to no good in gym. Like, she's hitting her, <laughs> herself in the face. She's flipping Mike on the shoulder. Danger. Yeah, like, that's primetime entertainment. I'm not Except Edward, that. who is deeply tortured by the prospect of her hurting, of her hurting herself, herself when he's not there to save her. Like, Maybe this oh is the God. one time that Edward allows amusement. <laughs> from Bella yeah because you know what's enough. not amusing the idea of bella watching him hunt oh yeah because he's like amazing. he's so tortured about wow, it. that was a great segue olivia i'm sorry for scaring you and she's like that would be bad and he's like when we hunt we give ourselves over to our senses Govern less with our minds, especially our sense of smell. If you were anywhere near me when I lost control that way, dot, 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 
I kept my expression firmly under control, expecting the swift flash of his eyes to judge my reaction that soon followed. My face gave nothing away. What is her reaction? She, she doesn't have it? one. <laughs> what is it? Does she understand that he is saying, if I lost control that way, I would murder you. I would eat you up. I would suck your blood until you die. Yeah, like you're a juice genius pouch. on Stephanie's part. It imparts the insinuation that she does have a reaction that, you know, that would be visible on your face, but she doesn't have to tell you what it is because no. she has to hide it from Edward. And then I must read to you the weird tonal shift that follows this statement that he would lose control of himself and murder her and then she has a mysterious internal reaction that we don't know about but our eyes held and the silence deepened and changed flickers of the electricity i had felt this afternoon began to charge the atmosphere as he gazed unrelentingly into my eyes it wasn't until my head started to swim that i realized i wasn't breathing when i drew in a jagged breath breaking the silence he closed his eyes Bella, I think you should go inside now. Which is weird because That's it went from I might murder way. you yes. to it got kind of sexy. <laughs> Bella likes Really the fast. <laughs> Bella has always liked Listen. the danger. It has always done it for her. She's almost just asphyxiated already. She's like, God damn. Like we're just yeah. conflate like all desire is the same. Which is yeah. like very vampire. Like that's fine. <laughs> But it's like, I can't control my desire around you. Like, it suddenly doesn't matter if it's a desire to, to murder kill? you or, or to have to sex have with you. It's just all the same and it's, it's all very the same. Yeah. And that's kind of weird. It, but is that not the basis of, like, most vampire novels, I probably? I think that's the point of vampires. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. This, is why, this is why they exist in romance novels, Because right? <laughs> vampires are sexy. You know, yeah. they lust That's for like your blood in media. They lust, uh, except for that Dracula describe. movie that I watched last year. That was not sexy whatsoever. Oh, he was yeah, very terrifying, and that's like that. the mistake of Dracula. Yeah, like that's why that wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> but this is really described as Bella being literally love drunk. Like she <laughs> is worried about stumbling out of the car, and like she's so woozy and dizzy. Yeah. And then he says, tomorrow it's my turn. And she's like, your turn to what? He smiled wider, flashing his gleaming teeth. Ask the questions. I remember the mm -hmm. feeling I felt the first time I read this line mm -hmm. of like, oh, we're in it. Here we go. <laughs> I think oh, I talked about so this fun. the first time around about how I had a complex about like if a boy didn't ask me a billion questions implied that he didn't want to know anything about me. I mean, yeah, like, let's just get into it. Like, whatever. She sleeps. She mm -hmm. dreams about Edward again. Charlie makes eggs. He's like, are you going to Seattle? She's like, yes. Okay. Edward comes back. <laughs> he starts to ask. He's so intense this whole day. Like, what is your favorite color? What is your favorite flower? Like, he's asking favorite her questions gemstone. that will, like, determine if she gets to cross the bridge or not. Like, <laughs> it's that level of intensity. Okay, but Bella literally... Bella says her favorite color is brown. Brown. 
Yes, that is the iconic moment, and this is how you know Bella's not like other girls. Yeah, this <laughs> no is like a true <laughs> iconic Bella is not beating the boring allegations. And yeah. <laughs> like brown. Listen, I can appreciate brown. It is not my favorite color, though, okay? Yeah, if I were surrounded by green all the time and I missed tree trunks and rocks and dirt and whatever, I think I'd still miss brown, but I wouldn't be oh, like... I wouldn't say my favorite color is brown. Yeah, it's better than blue or red. <laughs> like, no. Like, you also don't see the sun. Why isn't your favorite color yellow? Huh? Yeah, Bella. <laughs> but to your earlier point, Melissa, I kind of think past <clears throat> you was right because the worst... Thing about a bad I, date. about a date is when they don't ask when you they questions. Don't ask when you they questions. don't ask you questions, it's true. Somebody being interested in you, like truly wanting to know who you are, is like yeah. one of the most attractive things. It That's really true. is. And we just go to like the far extreme yes. side. Younger of that. me was like, he doesn't want to know my favorite color. He doesn't give a fuck about me. Right. Um. Which is, like, too far in, in that direction. But, yes, I would want the person who I'm infatuated with to want to know everything about me. Okay, this Everyone is very can... true. But also, I would say, like, I would also want to hear about them. Like, this is not oh, a conversation. Yeah. Like, yeah. she doesn't get to hear about his childhood bedroom. No, he just I would, sits I would and listens to her that. describe yeah. her yeah. own childhood bedroom for, like, half an hour. Yeah. So, like, yeah, we all like it. to talk about ourselves, but, like, do you actually want to talk only about yourself? Yeah. Like, for instance, the relationship with your therapist is weird <laughs> because you don't know shit about them. Like, every <laughs> once in a while. Really curious. Yeah, every once in a while, I'm like, it's really weird. Like, that is the that is the thing about this relationship that's not like any other relationship in your life. That right. You, have, you don't know anything about them. Especially because Bella's also... questions are about him being a vampire they're not really yeah, they're not about like, him. personal questions that's so true which like fair enough to her sure. because i yes. too would want to get that stuff absolutely out of the way. honestly um, she has fewer vampire questions than i think she should for it, yes but like but bella describes it as those like personality tests where you respond with the first word that comes to mind that's yeah. how like too fast too furious edward is being with the question asking yeah but, like, I, I do know, like, this stage of, like, dating when someone was like, oh, you know, what's your favorite book? What's your favorite movie? For I sure. just am naturally, I'm like, okay, I told you mine. What's now yours? you have to tell me yours. Yeah. If I have to say something potentially embarrassing, so do you. Right. Because part of the That's fun how you of bond. that yeah. is not just in, like, answering and learning the answer, but in finding what you have in common. Right. right. And we do they get a do, little yeah, bit of, of that. that. Because he says, what music is in your CD player right now? Okay, Lincoln actually, Park. he doesn't say it like that because his <laughs> face is as somber as if he asked for a murder <laughs> confession. Uh, and she's like, Linkin Park. She doesn't say it's Linkin Park, but we know But we song. all but know, we know canonically Park. it's like uh, And she pulls Linkin Park, like a CD, out of his glove compartment. And it's like, <gasps> we listen to the same music. We both listen to Linkin Not Park. even we, not just we both listen to Linkin Park, we listen to both Linkin Park and Debussy, which means we're both not like other girls and we must be fated <laughs> yeah. to be together. I avoided to saying it because I couldn't remember how it was 
pronounce. <laughs> I, I think I, I might have been wrong. Last I might have been wrong. So yeah, he's just like really overly serious about this whole endeavor, and it's really intense. But they like they sit in front of the house for hours, which is like absolutely a mood. She describes she describes the Arizona sky in a really evocative, beautiful way. Best sentence. We actually learn things that Bella likes, which is nice. Because otherwise, we we don't we don't know at all. Besides brown, Um, (laughs) but yeah, we get some great description. Should I read a little bit of it? Sure, do it. Um, let's see. Do I? I don't want to read the whole thing. Um, okay. The hardest thing to explain was why it was so beautiful to me. To justify a beauty that didn't depend on the sparse, spiny vegetation that often looked half dead. A beauty that had more to do with the exposed shape of the land, with the shallow bowls of valleys between the craggy hills, and the way they held onto the sun. Yeah, I love that line, too. Beautiful! Great line. It's so beautiful. Because it's a great point. Yes, you're right. I would never usually describe it. scraggy dead plants as beautiful, but you're making it sound gorgeous to me. She's honey. really selling it. I like that too because my mom and her sisters grew up vacationing in Arizona, and the first time that they went, they were like, "It's ugly out here," <laughs> and the second time, and every time after that, they were like, "This is the most beautiful place we've ever been," and it's just like a different kind of beauty. Yeah. And so I grew up hearing about Arizona, like <laughs> it was like heaven, like the promise. Mm-hmm. Like Arizona is so beautiful, and I went like last year, or the year before, and it was nice. <laughs> I had, like I liked it, but there's something about like this kind of beauty that you really only appreciate through like time you know spent exposed to it right and i feel like that comes across other places yeah yeah it comes across so beautifully here how like you can tell that bella has really spent the time just like watching the sun change over the landscape and like yeah learning to appreciate it and it really is the exact opposite of forks it sure is she does i feel like learn come to yeah understand forks mostly i feel like she comes later. to like forks and that it means edward can be around mostly yes <laughs> yeah if when the call it in new moon she's not like and the gorgeous vegetation no, <laughs> you're right then we get the dumb twilight line which like honestly <laughs> doesn't matter at all except for it's the title of this book i, I wrote he does say it's the safest time of day for us and i was like that doesn't make any sense because it never nighttime. comes back around because nighttime would also be safe well nighttime isn't but day. nighttime isn't during the day i know i was thinking of uh, like time wise like a day is 24 hours right but like i understand that of the daytime Twilight Maybe it's actually more safe than night i'm just spitballing here because being out at night is weird <laughs> right so like yeah nobody's out at night to see you be out at night but if somebody is out they'd be like what the fuck are you why are you out why are night? you such a weirdo that's like when i'm driving and there's traffic and i'm like who, who are, are you are people <laughs> where that's are you how, even going that's how i feel in the middle of the day on a random weekday when i'm out and about <laughs> for some reason i'm like who are all of you <laughs> who are you all why are you here 
do you not have jobs? Don't we all have jobs? <laughs> um, and he says he's so dramatic about it. That's he's like so his whole dramatic. Thing. It's he's the safest time of day for us. Peak the dramatic in this time. chapter. But also the saddest the in a way. Saddest. The, <laughs> the end of another day. The return of the night. Darkness is so predictable. Don't you think? <laughs> no, I don't think this that. really I is like one fear of thought. darkness. That darkness was predictable. We yeah, like, probably don't know what's said this last time around, but I feel this feels like they decided to name it Twilight, and then they for no for unrelated yeah, reasons. They needed to put Stephanie was like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I have to put Twilight into the book at some point, and so he says this monologue that like really doesn't. Make even makes sense. Do you guys remember the story of how they picked the title? No, I don't. I'm oh, sure yeah, she just told had a list it, of but words. I don't remember. Yeah, the original title was Forks. Was Forks, yeah. Which, no. A terrible title. <laughs> yeah, like Twilight which, would have been no. made fun of even more if it were titled <laughs> Forks. Forks. Uh, and so they were would going it back even and have, forth. Would it would, even would we have sold? Have picked it up? No. I don't think so. No. Absolutely not. And also, what about, like, the later books when they're not... Spoons. <laughs> yeah, like... Knives. <laughs> what if it was, like, Forks, New Moon, Eclipse, Breaking Dawn? <laughs> anyway. Forks 2. <laughs> two Forks, Two Furious. Two Forks, Two Furious. And so they were what going back and forth. What cutlery, though? <laughs> I don't know. Sporks. Spatula. No, Sporks would be the gender bent one. Oh, life and death. God. Yeah, that would be life would be and sporks. death. <laughs> sporks. Um, what would Midnight Sun be? What could what, Ladle. What's an Edward pencil? Tongs. <laughs> it would be tongs because he's like, I'm a god. I'm so in control. <laughs> anyway, 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 listeners. Titling something is it's so hard. hard. I hate it's so titles. Hard. So they were going back and forth, and as Melissa remembered, the editor sent a list words. of just quote words. words of power. I mean, that's and great. And Twilight was on that list. That is the kind of shit that we do. Yeah, that is how I you have, title things. I have a cherished Microsoft Word document on my computer titled <laughs> Adjectives uh, <laughs> that just has like. Like evocative adjectives. Ad- yeah. Like, <laughs> Spicy adjectives. Yeah. Like, you know, evocative, compelling, like. But without any unfortunate connotations. Yeah. <laughs> really and hard to find. Like, oh, I like need a word to describe this. And you're just like, look, the book is good. And you scroll, scroll, scroll. And it's like, the book is, I don't know, because I don't evocative. have the list in front of You don't have the document up. I don't have the document. Twilight is a great um, title. I, believe. I mean, listen, it worked. I yeah, because it also doesn't tell you doesn't anything mean except vibes. I don't think this little paragraph is what? even needed. You know, this book like, is all vibes. Yeah. So vibe all it needed was Twilight. a vibe yeah. of a title, and they succeeded. They succeeded. Yeah, they crushed it. You don't gotta. And you so then, Bill is like. Okay, so do I get to ask the questions tomorrow? And Edward is like, you no. stupid idiot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, certainly not. Certainly 
certainly not. His face was teasingly outraged. I told you I wasn't done, didn't I? Which is honestly so rude. Like, why would this not be one day at a time? Yeah. yeah. Why would we you, not be she got turns? She got one afternoon and you get as many days as you want? I'm like, fuck you. That's rude. <laughs> yeah. It should really be by number of questions and not how many questions can you fit I into the time that. allotted. And Bella also, how many really questions got... do you have? He's like, I have more questions, so. Bella only got like five questions. I know. Yeah. You didn't get to just keep asking him. Like... Until she was done? Yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. So, rude. Then, yeah, then he gets like, all, like, moody and glum and dark and mysterious. Or a and different kind. Not a sexy kind, though. But, like, a like a plot way. Yeah. <laughs> in a plot, plot way. way. Yes, you're correct. It is in a plot way. <laughs> there's, a, there's, different, there's a difference between sexy smolder and plot smolder. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's because the... Jacob and Billy have arrived in a car and of course Bella doesn't know that yet and Edward won't say that he won't be like oh by the way Billy is in his car he doesn't like me he, blah 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 <laughs> like, yeah for reasons that you for know. plot reasons yeah, for plot reasons instead he's like not good he's like you better go and squeals out of the driveway just leaving Bella to fend for herself it really is so dramatic <laughs> And Jacob like, pops oh, it's up. It's Jacob. <laughs> and he's like so happy and he's like, Bella! And she's like, Jacob! And they like basically like hold hands and jump up and down. They're so happy to see each other. But Billy, but Billy isn't happy. Then she tries to explain to us about how she didn't even recognize his name because she hasn't seen him in five years, even though she knows this family she, and spent a lot of time with them and whatever. <laughs> Okay, but the part that I was like, this doesn't make any sense either. Um, so Billy is, you know, like staring at Bella like, uh-oh, she's hanging out with a vampire. What does this mean? Is she a vampire? Is she in danger? So anyway, he was staring at me, scrutinizing my face. So I smiled tentatively at him. His eyes were wide, as if in shock or fear. This is implying that he's like freaking out because Bella's like, hey, hey, Billy. <laughs> like, what's up? As like, if oh Bella my is god taunting him like look billy i'm with a vampire when instead she was just like oh it's good to see you yeah like, yeah billy oh has no god. poker face no <laughs> none <laughs> um but yeah so we know that billy has recognized edward billy knows that edward is a vampire or at least she knows that he thinks that edward is a vampire and um and she's like could he really believe that yes his eyes said he could the answer was clear in billy's eyes yes yes he could which brings us full circle around to understanding everything that somebody is thinking by looking at their eyes across the driveway (laughs) i love that the main conflict in this book right now is like will Billy try to get me in trouble with my dad. <laughs> like, yeah, it is like, what is he gonna do? What is this random dude gonna do about should, you dating okay, a vampire? What I, I was trying to think of, like, at this point in this book, like, we know that there's vampires, and we know that Edward yearns for Bella in a vampire way. I feel like I was, like, assuming, I'm like, well, the end of this book, is there gonna be some kind of meeting of that? Where Edward 
because like we do already know that Bella thinks she's gonna die from the beginning and so I'm like okay so I'm just waiting for the part where Edward tries to eat Bella Mm -hmm. and I'm like that is the conflict that I am waiting for and so all this other stuff is just fun (laughs) (laughs) I do feel like there's not a ton of like, I guess that's a driving tension. Like, that's a thing that the prologue helps with. Because right. if you didn't Without know that she prologue, was going to be in yeah. physical danger, then, like, there is sort There's of no... some inherent tension to, like, Edward Love. being a vampire. But there's but, like, kind of no conflict here. There's no... Oh, there's not. But it's a romance. But so it's romance. That's the conflict. It's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> it's so fun. Like, when the Voltori show up, when James gets here, whatever, it's less fun <laughs> than when it's all vibes. No, it's fun when they reunite again. Oh I God, like so the fun. conflict for the separation and then re- reuniting. Yeah, that part's great. That part's great. Like, should we? The, the, the very last teeny tiny portion of New Moon so fucking good so good <laughs> the rest okay, of the book what I if when we finish twilight we just do, just do the, whole, the last the beginning yeah. and the end of new moon <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's how i used to read them yeah Ooh. me too <laughs> okay should we do best sense worst sense because i yes. got my worst in this yeah. section yeah go right ahead in the passenger seat was a much older man mm-hmm. a heavy set man with a memorable face M dash, a face that overflowed, the cheeks resting against his shoulders, with creases running through the russet skin like an old leather jacket. One, you're doing Billy dirty, describing <laughs> his wrinkles as creased like an old leather jacket. Two, his cheeks resting against his shoulders. You can rest a cheek against a shoulder. But you can't do both at the same time. It's a very cartoonish. It sound like he's melting. Yeah, it's a cartoonish type description. It is a yeah, little cartoonish. He's like fifty. I don't actually hate this, but I was reflecting on how it stands out because she doesn't do this for other she people. She doesn't do this for yeah. Like I think for that her else. descriptions of like Billy's and Jacob's skin is like not actually always bad in themselves but she doesn't describe anybody else's skin or faces yeah i guess because it's like white pale yeah yeah in this case she's like pretty clearly exoticizing yeah yeah because she doesn't do this kind like i don't think she's necessarily bad at this kind of description but she doesn't do it on anybody else she only does it with with the brown characters yeah you gotta do it for everyone girlfriend yeah like what does charlie look like I have no fucking clue. We have no clue. idea. I don't know what Charlie looks like. I know that Jessica has curly hair and that she's kind of short. Yeah. We know that I... Angela is tall because that we know also that Angela is, is like... tall because that came up in relation to boys, right? <laughs> and being taller than boys. <laughs> um, Billy's eyes are both too young and too ancient for the broad face they were set in. Mm. Well, it's like fuck. Come... Come on. I don't know if I have it worst. There's a lot of good ones in here. Oh, I'm gonna do this one on a whim. Um, 
she's okay this is after jim i was wondering if edward would be waiting or if i should meet him at his car what if his family was there i felt a wave of real terror did they know that i knew was i supposed to know that they knew that i knew or not the only terror that she has felt up until this moment this is just like so relatable and then she never asks so we don't we don't know my favorite also not her day to ask questions no my favorite is at the top of the next one too though by the time i walked out of the gym i had just about decided to walk straight home without even looking through the parking lot yeah she's like forget it yeah forget forget how obsessed i am with edward i'm walking he probably hates me and never wants to see me again it's fine i'll just walk home and i'm like ain't that the mind Oh, and then I'll go, I'll go worst. Uh, we didn't talk about this. He says how he doesn't need to drive to oh, Bella's on Saturday and leave his car, which would be suspicious. She's like, well, it doesn't help if you leave the Volvo in the driveway. His smile was condescending now. I wasn't intending to bring a car. Again, why would she Condescending. Know that? Yeah. You don't even need to use that word. Just like- be nice. You're not like, letting oh, her ask haha. her questions, so... I wasn't intending to bring a car. Yeah. Just, like, why do you have to bring condescension into it? And then he's it? like, don't worry about it. Negative. Instead of being like, yeah, I'm just gonna run. Yeah. <laughs> why does he say don't worry about it? Because he has it? to be a mystery! <laughs> <laughs> he loves being a mystery. And you know His what? Favorite. That does make the book better. Yeah, it does. Even if he was just like, oh, get a ride. I'd be like, oh, oh. okay. <laughs> My worst is when uh, um, this is after biology for the second time where they've watched a movie and, you know, they just spent a whole hour yearning for each other and Mr. Banner turns on the lights and Bella's so relieved and she glances at Edward and he was looking at me, his eyes ambivalent. And I was like, okay, well, ambivalence isn't what i want to see <laughs> when i'm looking at a man who i just obsessed over for an hour <laughs> i was like you must have been trying for a different word there but yeah but he's to- it's it because he's tortured by her yeah he's i think ambivalence. he's performing ambivalence it, no know? ambivalence like, i'm normal ambivalence okay, actually means the existence of in both eyes Ambivalence means the existence of both positive and negative feelings. It doesn't mean no feelings. I always take this is it a to commonly no misunderstood feelings. word. Oh, so you're actually well. Like, Olivia is a copy editor once. now, so she's. <laughs> I believe I learned this in junior year when my American lit teacher taught us a bunch of words that would have been on, that were like gonna be on the SATs. Like SAT and ambivalence was one of they were like commonly misunderstood words i think about this one all the time hopefully which he claimed only means doing something full of hope not that it will happen like you have hope that it will happen and that one i'm like fuck you whatever (laughs) i'm gonna keep saying hopefully people think that bemused means like amused but it actually means like confused Mm. Mm mm-hmm yeah, listen, listen. I do think ambivalence. I was like, oh, it's like you could, you ha- you're experiencing both things, so you're actually so they cancel each other out. They cancel out. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of like that, I guess. <laughs> so you're just feeling nothing. 
my best is also from from the movie scenes, and it's kind of a silly best, but it's what I choose. Mr. Banner shoved the tape into the reluctant VCR and walked to the wall to turn off the lights. I was like, yeah, that is what those things were. They were reluctant. reluctant. So true. To our younger listeners, if you've never tried to put a VHS tape into a reluctant VCR, it's just, yeah, this is very out. You'll be like, wow, yeah, exactly. And it was... This is the vibe of movie day in biology class. He just yeah. puts the tape in and turns off He doesn't the say a word. No. I actually noticed this time yeah. through. Like, narratively, yeah, fine. Don't bother with, like, the teacher right. saying shit at the top of class. But he just wheels it in, wheels it puts in, in the tape, shuts off the lights. No introduction. <laughs> no hello, students. I remember reading this and being today. jealous because... All our teachers gave us worksheets that we had to do while we were watching oh, them. Like, what? Yeah, like, oh, what part did this thing do in this oh, part so of the video pay yeah, to, to pay, pay attention. attention? And I was like, he's just playing a movie. They don't even got to do a worksheet. Don't even got to take notes. Adam is a teacher, and he was telling me recently that kids don't like movie days what? because movies are too long. The and they don't want to. They don't want to sit and watch a whole movie during they class. They would rather That's do work. I mean, I don't know if it's that, but they. All day in yeah, class, they're used to watching like, thirty-second videos. Other. And so they don't have the attention span to sit and watch a movie. And so movie day is not exciting anymore. Than working. Isn't that crazy? My feeling yeah. about movie day was like very dependent on the movie. Oh sure. Like, I mean, sometimes it was like I can't stay awake during this. Yeah, I would want me to stay awake for a two o'clock to two forty movie that I don't care about. I fell asleep during movie day all the time. Honestly, that's why I liked movie day. Sleep time. (laughs) Get a nice little nap in. (laughs) All right, fam. That's the chapter. Email us with questions or comments at twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us, like, subscribe, rate, review, follow along on our Patreon, or become a patron. And join Melina, Karen, Ed, Laura, Andrea, Leamy, Chance, Kings, Gambit, Mary, Melissa, Rachel, Sabine, Hannah, Parker, Marissa, Emily, and Bridget. You Did can you get the also, new one? I think so. You can also follow us at Twilight underscore Phase on Twitter and Insta. Disclaimer: We own nothing. The Twilight universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. Don't do it. Don't do Audio it. editing by Maya Marlette. Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Moore. We'll be back next week, and if you don't like it, you can bite me. Bite!